0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Beaver County Kickoff here on the Beaver County Sports Talk Podcast Network. I am your host and your head sports writer here at the Beaver County Times, Noah Hiles. And joining us once again are my co-hosts. We'll go, as always, in the order that you are hired.
1: Hey, Josh Carney, back for week one. I know that sounds weird. Uh, we have a week already in the books, Noah, but officially week one.
2: And I'm I back for week one as well.
0: Parthu Pawthei, noted Bishop Sycamore alum. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: don't do that,
0: <laughs> Josh. Before we get in, I want I want you to tell the story that we just reflected on uh, pre-show. How when we were in the office last Friday and we were going through the matchups, you mentioned Bishop Sycamore to me, and what was yep. my response?
1: Yeah, so we were just talking about what was happening, and you you spent a lot of time in Ohio, obviously, covering high school sports, and uh, you asked who Stowrocks was playing, and I said, that uh, looks like Bishop Sycamore from Ohio, and your response was, I don't even know who that is. Like, I've never heard of them. It yeah. turns out, a lot of people have never heard of them.
0: This is an incredible story. I can't wait for the documentary. Uh, yeah. to come out about this this has definitely got to be a 30 for 30 if not an entire movie
1: i i was sitting there sunday watching it on espn you know just it was it was noise in the background and it never hit me like i just talked about bishop sycamore friday night with you and there yeah. they were sunday playing img okay. on espn
0: so let's move on now real quick our week zero recap a very good week of opening Uh, football here throughout the Whippy, a lot of great matchups. One thing I'm sad we didn't get a chance to cover was the showcase that Bishop Sycamore was a part of the Western Pennsylvania versus the World Showcase at the Wolverina. There was a lot of good games there. It looked like it was a lot of fun, but we had a lot of good games throughout Beaver County. Um, Let's go through real quick and just mention our biggest takeaway from Week 0. We'll start with you, Josh.
1: Yeah, so obviously we talked a lot last week about Moon taking on 5A Seneca Valley uh i went back and forth on picking moon but i needed to see more it turns out i was a week too late Uh, moon rolled to a 38 21 win 324 rushing yards on the night uh running back dylan slava just had an awesome night uh we will touch on time McGowan uh here in a bit but uh yeah we came into the season thinking that moon could be really good under ryan lynn and uh Sure enough, week zero, they showed out on the road against a, a higher conference opponent. So uh, that's my big takeaway. They looked awesome. Uh, they look like they're going to be able to run the ball against anybody and hang with anybody. So watch out for
0: them. That was the biggest win out of the yeah. entire whip deal, was yeah. that.
2: Parth? Yeah, I was at Nock take, uh, checking out Central Valley. Um, they put up 62 on knock. They routed them. And obviously, Sean Fitzsimmons, he's a wrecking ball, uh, gets a lot of attention, rightfully so. Um, his younger brother, Brett Fitzsimmons did some damage as well. This guy had a 72-yard touchdown and a 17-yard score, uh, both in the same quarter. Uh, You know, you pair him up with Landon Alexander and and Matt Merritt, and they've got something there in that backfield.
0: It just seems unfair that, you know, they can let all of those guys go off to Pitt, into Harvard, and wherever else, all over the Akron.
2: And reload, and just reload.
0: One, they have another Fitzsimmons just come up. (laughs) <laughs> and like, <laughs> Beaver County is going to be like, we got to get this family out of the. Di- Someone get this, the fit, pop of the a job in Texas. Move something. up the
1: Bishop Sycamore at this and, point. Yeah,
0: for real. <laughs> right? But I mean, yeah, he. It, I think he had what, two carries for like 89 yards or yep, something. That's exactly. just a really big game for him. He was a playmaker last year, but he was one of those guys. Another one of them being Donovan Jones, who uh, Central Valley talked about. They're saying, listen, I know a lot of good guys left, but we have adequate replacements ready and waiting. And they showed that in week zero. Yeah. When uh, I
2: saw Brett, you know, streak mm-hmm. off for that 72 yard score. I looked up from my laptop and I'm like, it's gotta be landing, right? Like that's the mm-hmm. first thing you're thinking. And you know, then the PA announcer goes, no, that's, that's a Fitzsimmons. That's Brett Fitzsimmons. Yep. I'm like, well, damn.
0: Yeah. Very impressive. Uh, my biggest takeaway from week zero is uh, the game that we unfortunately did not make it out to. I, I, I really regret not getting out there on Saturday, Western Beaver, New Brighton, was the best game of the week as far as I'm concerned with teams that we cover. Went into overtime, New Brighton scored on third and goal from the one. Kevin Williams pushed it in. I mean, looking at the highlights uh, from this game, I was watching some film on Huddle and everything. There were tons of big plays. Both quarterbacks, Haddocks and Lafambleur, both looked really good uh mcgee from western beaver looks to be an absolute stud four catches 113 yards and a score and returned to fumble 97 yards of the house uh head coach joe joe Grico for new brighton was not or not happy about that fumble also you could see that in the highlight film um, but overall just a really good game two teams that i'm really looking forward to uh, seeing more of this week they'll be a part of our coverage plan so we're going to take a quick break when we return I sat down with the co-players of the game from last week's Beaver County Times game of the week. Carson Davidson and Carson Heckathorn. the two Carsons. It's the Carson show. I'd speak with both of them when we get back. Goal, 42. Goal, 42. Now, 10. All right, so joining us on the show now is arguably the best Carson duo. And all of the PIAA, I think, I think that's a, a fair claim to make. We have Carson Davidson and Carson Heckathorn, our co-players of the game from last week's Beaver County Times Game of the Week. Fellas, how's it going? Good. That's good, that's good. So guys, I just wanted to ask you about your performance and uh, you know what you have in store for this season. We'll start with uh, Carson Davidson. Well, actually, first things first, I got a question for both of you. I made a reference In the tweet, I tagged one of you in, uh, the video of you guys talking to me. Do either of you know what the Carson Show even is?
3: Johnny Carson?
0: Yes. Yeah, are you familiar Mm -hmm. with that? You know what that is? Okay, I was going to say. So I was wondering if you picked up on that reference. But Carson, I'll start with you. uh, Carson Davidson, I'll start with you for my first question. As a three-year starter, you look at this Blackhawk team. I mean, you guys have a lot of returning talent, a lot of experience, Coming off of a year that was really tough, how do you find a way to put the past in the past and put all those, you know, the injuries that you had, the tough losses that you had and move forward into this year?
4: Um, you know, you you just gotta, you know, you just gotta keep pushing. Um I just had to get over the fact that, you know, we didn't have a good season, you know. Um, I thought that, you know, everyone coming up, you know, everyone we're doing
0: good, we're working hard, you know, so it's gonna go. And then Carson Heckathorn. I'm just going to call you by your last names. That that'll make mm-hmm. things a little easier. Oh. Well, here's another question. How do your coaches differentiate? You? Do you have nicknames? Do you? How do you? How do you? Uh, not get called the same thing all the time?
3: They usually just call me Heck, Big Heck, and then my brother Little Heck, and then him Carson.
0: Okay, so so Hack. I I noticed um, looking at film from last year and then this year. You're playing a little bit of a different position on defense. What went into that decision making and how are you enjoying it so far?
3: Uh I mean, we just have a ton of playmakers and we just want to use all of them. So I thought moving me back down the backer or down a backer would be better for the team. And I just opened it up and said, Yeah, whatever. I like it a lot though. It's fun to play down there in the yeah. box, tackle. Yeah. So
0: physical football right there. All right, so, guys, the first connection you two had this year was what will likely be one of the biggest ones of the season, 73 yards, the first pass attempt of Blackhawk. Take me through that play, Carson. What are your reads there? I I know that he's probably the primary option coming across the middle there. Uh, What did you see? I mean, he looked to be wide open.
4: Yeah, so uh, it was – I faked a belly, so I I faked that. And I dropped back and rolled out a little bit. And I saw Hecky coming across, you know, on the right side and wide open. So, I just go.
0: And, Carson, you're lined up at tight end on that play, correct? Heck, excuse me. You're lined up at tight end. That was a double tight formation?
3: Yeah, double tight.
0: And so, you were coming across the uh, middle from the opposite side, the weak side, right? So, you had, like, the deeper route?
3: No, I was actually on that same side. and I just ran a corner route. So, it was like a flood
0: kind of thing? where you, yeah. had, you had like an underneath thing in front of you? Yep. Mm-hmm. So did you, did you know that you – was that one of the ones where, you know, every now and then you get a play call where you're like, I think this is going to go something big? Or were you expecting yeah. to we, go to the house there when you called that?
3: We ran it last year a bunch, um, a little bit against Butler, and we killed them on that. So I thought – I mean, I know that play could be a big play, and we talk about it in practice, and I just – I knew it could be a big play.
0: All right, so Carson, I heard – Carson. I heard people uh referring to you as another nickname on the sidelines. Uh GQ, where's that one come from? Yeah, so
4: uh here. Um I think I was wearing like some nice clothes or something and one of my coach Lyles actually he said GQ magazine. So he just started calling me GQ and it stuck.
0: How long ago was that? Freshman year. Freshman year. So you've been holding that hey, that's not a bad nickname to have. So, heck, uh, looking at the schedule ahead, obviously you have Hopewell coming up this week, but the Parkway Conference, what do you think is the biggest key for your team to compete for a playoff spot this year?
3: Um, I think not taking any opponent lightly. I mean, every team in our, in our conference is a really good team, and we just got to um, use what we have as strengths and fix our weaknesses going into those conference games with these non-conference games coming up. And then once we're in the conference play, we're just rolling. And then once we get to playoffs, we're hitting our stride. I think All that's right. a big thing.
0: And a question for both of you here. Um, obviously, there's a little bit of emotion as well as on, on your sideline playing without Coach Lou Wolber. Uh, take me through that whole experience, you know, what he said to you on the Wednesday before he left. And maybe the message you guys had as a team going out there to play for him on Friday.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know coach Wilber is, you know he's one of the best coaches I've ever had, so he he means a lot to me, but uh, the things that he said he said, stick together as a family, so you know I took that took that deep, so um you know that's what that's what we're gonna do. we're gonna stick as a family and grind it out and
0: yeah, anything to add on that heck,
3: yeah, he just um, he kinda said duty calls that's what he signed up for. Um, I mean, he's he's gonna do anything for his country. and I, I salute him for that. Um, it was just it was kind of heartbreaking to see he's coached me since freshman year. I've had classes with him, all that, and then just see him go for my senior, year, it kind of sucks. But I think everyone's just hopped on the board of we're playing for him.
0: All right, so we're, that was a little deep. We'll end it on a lighter note. We're gonna go speed round. I just want quick answers, one after another. All right? Uh, all right. We'll go both. We'll let Carson answer first. Then Heck. Same question for both of you. We're gonna start right now. We're gonna go with a minute as many questions as I can get in. First things first. Best pizza in Beaver County. Go.
3: Telly's. D and G.
0: All right. Best player that you will play against this year. Go. Oh.
4: Cool. Landon Alexander.
0: Landon Alexander. Heck, what about you?
3: Um matchup Lamont Payne.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh favorite Olympic athlete from this past summer. Sonny Lee. Okay. Heck. Um Simone Biles. Okay. Favorite song to get pumped up for on Friday night.
4: Um well so, so.
0: That's a great, great pick. Carson. heck, what do you got? Uh,
3: Dreams and Nightmares. By Meek Mill. Mm hmm.
0: Okay. That's a solid one. Um, least favorite ice cream flavor?
4: Mm, mint. I'd
3: have to say mint, too.
0: Worst dressed member of the Blackhawk coaching staff?
3: Mike Riddleman. <laughs> Mike Riddleman.
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> over under seven wins for blackhawk this year in the regular season
3: over over
0: all right that's a strong prediction i like it fellas thank you both for coming on i really appreciate it best of luck this year guys yes, <laughs> Come on, just line it up Big thanks once again to both of the Carsons. I apologize for calling them both in that interview multiple times. Kept calling both of them Carson. I'd say, Carson, what about this? Carson, what about that? I tried to commit to uh, Heck, which is what uh, the coaching staff calls Carson Heckuporn. Uh, But, you know, it's tough. You just want to call them both by your first name. That's what you're condition to do as a reporter it's not like I'm interviewing Deion Sanders and I gotta call him coach you know before the interview so we move on now to picking time as always well not as always we've only done it once before but this is where we give out our picks for the action and unlike week zero where we had a smaller slate this is the real deal this is the full kit and caboodle the whole thing right here 13 games to pick from and I don't want to toot my own horn, but uh, honk honk, toot toot, because I'm in first place, eight and one, only missed one game last week. Josh and Parth are in second place, seven and two is their record, both for both of them. And then Bill Oman, Joe Steger, and the House all went six and three. Folks, he
1: he he tooted his own horn Friday night. He pinned it to the board outside his cubicle at the office. Yes, like
2: it's, we've it's, heard about it since Friday. I've been hearing about it for three consecutive days. Man, he lives one floor above me. I can't. Can't yeah. stop yeah. hearing about Can't
0: it. Can't escape it. That's right. You know, <laughs> top guy, top guy. And you don't forget it. All right. Oh. So we got 13 really good games to get into. Um, and this is a chance. I don't think there's going to be much of a change in the standings because uh, a little little warning here. <laughs> there are only two different picks throughout the entire board. And that'll happen in early week games because you're seeing non-conference matchups. Often they're mismatches. Some teams are looking to pull an upset. I'm confident We will have an upset in at least a couple of these games. It's just hard to pick which one. A lot of us went with the chalk, so let's get right into it. First matchup of the day is Mohawk at Cornell. Mohawk is 0-1. They uh, suffered a blowout loss to open their season in Week 0. They take on Cornell, who did not play a game in Week 0. Cornell coming off of only a one-win season uh, last year, but have a ton of returning talent. Guys, we all went with Cornell. Yeah. Not much else to say here. I wouldn't be shocked if Mohawk did win this game because they're a higher classification, and we just don't know about Cornell. Yeah, they have talent, uh, but they are a team that only won a game last year. So I don't I don't know why we're all so confident in Cornell, but it seems to be that's the pick to make. We'll move now to our second game, North Catholic at Ambridge. We saw both of these in ta- these teams in action in Week 0. Ambridge fell on the road to Wheeling Central Catholic. Uh, but put up a bigger fight than a lot of people were expecting them to do. North Catholic, <laughs> well, they won 62-0 on the road at Hopewell. I think that performance uh, deemed them worthy of their times. your ranking at number two in Class 3A, uh, and I think that also deemed them worthy of getting a unanimous selection from the board. Everyone taking the North Catholic Trojans over Ambridge. We move on to... Another game, or not our number three on the list here, because we're going to skip that because it's our game of the week. So our number three game that we'll talk about in our pick selections is Hopewell at Blackhawk. Hopewell, again, lost 62-0 last week. Tough showing for the Vikings to open their season. And they're taking on a Blackhawk team that looked pretty impressive, at least in the first half, against the defending Whitfield champion, Beaver Falls Tigers. Not much to say in this one again. It's 4A versus 3A, and it's a 3A team that's struggling a little bit out of the gate. We're all taking Blackhawk. So now let's move on to a game that we can actually give some analysis for, a game that's a little exciting. Central Valley will host Beaver. Both of these teams are 1-0. Central Valley, of course, 1-0 after a 62-0 win over Knock. Beaver, 1-0 after a 33-0 win over Quaker Valley. Both of these teams pitch shutouts in Week 0. Both of these teams look fantastic on both sides of the ball. Fellas, it didn't matter, though. We all took Central Valley. Josh, why did you pick the Warriors here?
1: I just think the Warriors are way too deep. I really like what Beaver has on both sides of the ball, led by Wyatt Ringer, Jake Hilton, uh, you know, guys like that. But Central Valley is just too deep. And, and kind of what Parth touched on earlier, you've got a three-headed monster in the backfield right now. You've got a, a deep, talented offensive line. Your defense is great. The uh I, are great. Yeah, I just I, <laughs> I think yeah, it's like I, it. I think it's too big of a test, but I am curious to see how Wyatt Ringer steps up to the plate for this Beaver team. He's a guy that I'm excited to watch all year and I think this is a chance for him to really have a coming out party
2: here.
0: Parth, anything to add?
2: Yeah, look, Beaver beat Quaker Valley 33-zip. And not saying the knock is a juggernaut by any stretch of the imagination, but Quaker Valley won 0 games last year. Yeah. Um I just don't still think, you know, that is a good uh barometer or a measuring stick to, you know, for us to see anything um, heading into week one against central Valley, central Valley looked dominant and we've already touched on why.
0: My, my biggest takeaway for this matchup was last week. Bieber threw six passes. (laughs) You're not going to run the ball the way they ran the ball against Quaker Valley against central Valley. No No. one in the whip. They could play Pittsburgh central Catholic and they would, they could play Bishop Sycamore and no one would be running the ball like that against this Warriors defensive front. Not with Fitzsimmons up front. Not with Merritt on the edge. Not with Jack Bible in the middle. No way. Uh, so we're going to have to see Wyatt Ringer yeah. throw more than two passes this week. Or whoever yeah. else they want to throw the ball. They had another guy, forget his name off the top of my head, but he could four passes. I think this is a good look at what Beaver is capable of. I don't think they'll win, but if Beaver can give Central Valley an honest game, expect look out. to do decent things. This Look out.
1: could you imagine if they pull off the upset though that that might be one of the bigger ones of the last decade at yeah.
0: i mean i mean it's a 4a versus a 3a but at the end of the day like there's not a huge difference in, in size between these two right. schools they're in the same conference in most other sports these kids have grown up competing against each other this is a rivalry game beaver yeah. manaka was a rivalry game beaver center township was a rivalry game so this is a rivalry game don't get it twisted and these guys are going to come out there ready to punch each other in the mouth. I just think at the end of the day, while Beaver is a good team, Central Valley is the team. So yes. that's why we all picked the Tigers.
1: Well yeah, well said.
0: Moving on now to Montour at Moon. Again, across the board, we all took the Tigers. Josh, uh, you know you've been on Moon from the jump. What do you like about Moon right now?
1: Just that offensive line, that running game. Uh, Obviously, we know their defense is still a work in progress, uh, but that running game, what they did last Friday at Seneca Valley, just fantastic. And if you can do that in high school football and have that experience uh, in those key positions on the offense, it's going to be a tough team to beat. And uh, I I think that they're going to really get on a roll here and and turn some heads. So uh, this is just another continuation of that and build off of a huge win in week zero.
0: And some added analysis, Tyler McGowan. Uh, the starting quarterback for Moon went down. He left that game in the third quarter. We have some sources here at the Beaver County Times that let us know that he is feeling better. We're not going to guarantee that he starts on Friday night. We would never do that here. We can never speculate too much on an injury. But from everything that I am hearing, is that he is good to go. Josh will be at practice later this week, and uh, yeah, he'll have an update on that as well. So, and that's always good to hear. You want you want when a team's rolling, you want them to be healthy. You want to see what they can do with cool yeah. capabilities. Let's move on now to our next game. Quaker Valley at Newcastle. Um, just another blowout in the making. Newcastle is a team I'm really excited to watch. Not in our coverage area, but they will play Aliquippa. They will play Blackhawk, all those schools in the Parkway Conference. And they're led by Mike Wells, a Division One recruit at quarterback, getting offers from Bucknell and Youngstown State. I think it's another rough week for Quaker Valley. We all have Newcastle in that game. We move forward to Olsh at Riverside. Or it's another unanimous pick. Olsh Parth, you wrote the season preview on the Chargers. What do you like about them compared to the Panthers?
2: Yeah, I think it's just experience when it comes to when it comes to Olsh. You know, they went five and three last year, but they returned seven seven players on each side of the ball. Uh, they got Nehemiah Zim at quarterback, a kid who was second team Big Seven Conference last year, um, and he's got weapons around him too. You know, he's got guys like Ziggy McIntosh and Stefan Greer. Um, the defense needs improvement, but I think that's going to happen, you know, anchored by McIntosh as well.
0: Yeah. Anytime you got a guy named Ziggy on your team, I'm rolling <laughs> with you. Uh, I think it's first.
1: Yeah. I, I think the great thing with them, too, is they were challenged in week zero. Yeah, so that's going to help them moving forward.
0: They had a twenty eight to seven lead and they almost blew it. They won mm-hmm. by six points against, like you said, Josh, a very proud Apollo Ridge program. Um, but I think this is a little less of a test. Another road game for the Chargers, which kind of stinks to open your season on the road in back-to-back weeks. However, um, I think you're going to see a bigger score differential than six points in this one. That's why we all took the Chargers. This is our first game where we have a different pick, and it is the game that Parth will be at on Friday night. It is New Brighton at Rochester. We all took Rochester aside from Josh, who took New Brighton. That's right. Josh, why did you take the Lions? (laughs)
1: i feel good about new brighton this year and i know obviously saturday's game went into overtime some people can read into that oh that's a tough start to the year i just really feel good about that team uh you know obviously keandre williams had a really good game they were tested in week one rochester was at home i think that's going to help them a bit i know we all think rochester is loaded can get to the whippew finals I'm going to go upset here, though. I, I really have a, just a gut feeling about this new Brighton team overall, and I'm trusting my gut. It could be wrong, but I'm trusting my gut.
0: Pars what do you like about uh, Rochester in this one?
2: Yeah, they look good. Once again, they've got a lot of guys returning in, in, in Sal uh J.D. Ozale, Parker Lyons at quarterback is going to take that next step, I think. Um, and I think Josh summed it up well. You know, New Brighton went in overtime in that first game, uh, whereas – you know, uh, whereas Rochester was at home resting. I think some might look at that as a, as a disadvantage, but I think that's an advantage.
1: I, I wonder, too, guys, if, you know, we all talk this offseason, Rochester could turn to a passing attack. I wonder if there are those hiccups in week one that New Brighton's defensive backs could kind of take advantage of. I don't
0: think that'll matter. I think if Rochester comes out and isn't throwing the ball, they're going to say, okay, well, we're just going to do what, won us a section championship last year and got us a game. five of the Whitfield finals last year. We have pretty much everyone back aside from one guy, Mm -hmm. but we still have the line. We still have two really good running backs in the backfield. And if we need to, we can run some jet motion and and get Ajale and Mullins involved that way. So I I think that's why they're fine. I do want to give a shout out to one guy from New Brighton who had an absolutely dominant game. Eric Montez, who had two catches for 98 yards and a touchdown just was a big player. If you watch the film, and that one, uh, I, I like both the quarterbacks in this matchup, Gabe Haddix and Parker Lyons. I, bo- I think both of them are really good small school quarterbacks who do just enough to get everyone on their offense involved here. Yeah. I just think Rochester has more talent. I think this will be a good game, but I think the Rams probably win by a couple of scores. So moving forward now to our next one, where uh, there's, again, a unanimous decision. <laughs> West Allegheny at Trinity – and we're all taking the Indians. West Allegheny did not play a game last week. Trinity got smacked by local rival Cannon McMillan, who is top five in our 6A poll. Uh, so, I mean, it's a, it's a good opponent, but to lose 48 nothing in Week 0 to your rival, not a good start to the season. I like what West Allegheny has offensively. That's why I took them, the whole board, followed my lead apparently. I mean, because everyone's following my league because I'm in first place right all now. Right. All, all right. All right. Moving oh, yeah. forward now, <laughs> Elwood City at Union. Uh, nice Lawrence County matchup here. Elwood City, um, a good story if they can get some wins this year, but I don't think it comes here. I don't think anyone else does. We all picked Union. Second to last game we'll talk about, of course, it's, it's, it's the latest start time because that's how freedom rolls. They always do those 730 starts. Bill, Bill Allman will be covering this one once again. I always feel bad for him because I, I, he you know got a, a strong background with freedom, so we like to send him out there, and he's just like, I hate these 730 kicks. So uh, we got the Bulldogs, who are 0-1, taking on an 0-1 Western Beaver team. The Bulldogs fell to Southside, who looked really impressive in Week 0 uh, with a win over freedom. And uh, Western Beaver lost in overtime, of course, to New Brighton. All of us are taking Western Beaver, except for Mr. Parth. Parth, why go with freedom here over the Golden Beavers?
2: It's strategic. Everybody took Western (laughs) Beaver. All of our picks look the same. I want a chance to get get an advantage. Trying to to close the gap.
0: All right. So, I mean, you you just think that they're just going to turn it around after losing the South Side? You think freedom's got this, huh? Anything can happen on a Friday. All right. Night. Anything Any can happen Friday. on Friday night. One, Friday. One game that we did breeze over was Nishanik at Southside. Uh, that's that's one that we were all impressed with the Rams win over Freedom in week zero. Be more impressive uh, if they can beat Nishanik. Nishanik is always a good program. Um, yeah. They beat the breaks off of Shenango, another really good team. Shenango's in, in our a. top five. Yeah. Shenango's still in our Whitfield top five. They beat Shenango 42 to 8 last week. If Southside can beat, Nishanik. Look out. Yeah, look out. The Rams are for real. But we all went with uh, the Lancers of Nishanik in that one, which brings us to our final game, our final pick of week one. It is our week one game of the week. I will be there. And boy, am I excited. This is when you think of Beaver County football, you think of this matchup. This is the Beaver County version of Ohio State, Michigan. It's the Beaver County version of Duke, North Carolina. I I threw it in there, Park. I know you're happy. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for it. You saw me. Yes. This is Steelers-Ravens of Beaver County. It's Aliquippa. It's Beaver Falls. These are the two most storied programs in the area. They're both coming off of great seasons. Aliquippa was a touchdown away from winning Whippeel 4A. Beaver Falls, of course, the defending 2A champions and Whippeel 2A. Beaver Falls lost in week zero to a 4A school in Blackhawk, 31-20. Aliquippa was off. But when I was there covering the game from the stands, I spotted at least a dozen Aliquippa football players. And they weren't shy about what their intentions were for Friday night. They're planning to come in there and do exactly what Blackhawk did to Beaver Falls, which is get on top of them and beat them down early. And it's going to be a tough task for Beaver Falls, and that's why all of us picked Aliquippa. Josh, if Beaver Falls is going to pull the upset here, come back to one and one, what are they going to have to do? Lean
1: heavily on Trey Singleton and Jaron Brickner. Honestly, I was impressed with what I saw from those two uh last Friday at the game you were at. Singleton looks like the real deal. Um I know he's not the you know, the be-all end-all running back, but he looked really good in open field. He's got a lot of speed. Brickner has got to start hitting passes more consistently, though. I think that's gonna be the key to at least keeping up with Aliquippa and giving uh, Beaver Falls a chance to strike late. You, you've got to be able to keep up with them offensively. And uh, if Brickner can uh, hit some passes with that left arm, shout out lefties. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, th- those two, I'm focusing in on big time. Uh, if they can make plays on Friday night, they have a
0: chance. All right. Well, that'll wrap us up real quick for Parth and for Josh. I'm Noah Ohio signing off saying thank you for once again, listening to Beaver County kickoff. Be sure to Check out timesonline.com on Friday night and even the days before. We'll have a ton of content as always. Feature stories, in-depth analysis, a scoreboard, a live updated scoreboard every Friday night for your action. And of course, we'll be at the games. We have five reporters sprinkled out all throughout the area covering what we feel are the best matchups in Beaver County or or that involve Beaver Valley teams. We'll be there to provide it. You just got to be there to watch, listen, and read. Thank you. We'll see you next week.